0: Welcome to the She Slays the Day podcast with Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Direct, soulful, comedic, advice for female chiropractors most stagnating questions. Let's talk business, marriage and relationships, moming, and self-development. Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Lauren. I am your host of the She Slays the Day podcast and I am so pumped that you're tuning in today because I I love this topic. I could talk about it for a really long time, but I'm going to try not to and be brief and to the point. Ha, you know that works. Okay, so it is January. January is officially like happening. It is almost happened. Um, are you getting all of the news and stuff that we are doing because 2020 has some very cool plans. I hate when people do this. They're like, oh, I've got some very exciting things coming up. Um, I, I mean, we have some exciting things happening. Okay. So for instance, we have weekly slays that are going out every Sunday night. These are short, inspirational, sassy, funny emails, um, one a week just to like get you fired up laughing maybe thinking about something a little differently than you have if you haven't signed up for that what are you doing if you like me enough that you're listening to this you're gonna like the weekly slays so like stop what you're doing go to she slays podcast.com forward slash besties and get on that list um also i'm gonna start doing like mini questions um Like a coffee chat, I I started doing a coffee chat for our clinic on Friday mornings because I don't work in clinic on Friday mornings. Um, A lot of you know that, that I barely ever work. Um, Adjusting patients, I do, I swear I work. But no, so on Friday mornings I am working from home and so I will just go live on our clinic page in like not like in a full-blown bathrobe but like no hair and makeup like coffee cup in hand Um, and I've been doing them for about two months now and our patients really love them and it's like free and I really enjoy doing them so I was thinking like you know we get a lot of questions into the podcast that aren't necessarily episode worthy and I don't mean that as like a diss like they're great questions but it's like huh how would I make an entire episode, weekly episode out of that. And so um, if my point is we're going to I'm going to start going live on our Facebook page um, regularly to just kind of do something similar, just real chill um, and answering those questions. So if you are not following us on Facebook, head over there and hook yourself up. Find She Slays Podcast on Facebook because those that's going to start happening. All right. So let's get to review time. Um, This review, I really like this one. It came into me from Insta um, and it is Emily M. Terry. And she sent me a DM saying, I just want to tell you that your podcast is always a highlight of my week. I'm not a DC. I'm not even a business owner. I started getting adjusted four months ago and wondered if my doc had ever been on a podcast and he had been on the Cairo inspired podcast. So I started listening to that because I'm just so fascinated about everything now and then heard about you. And here we are. I love your sass and your heart and how you just say what needs to be said as an Enneagram nine. This is foreign to me. Oh girl. My husband's a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no doubt that the podcast takes up a ton of your precious time, but I just wanted to tell you that it is time well spent and it matters. I hope you have a great holiday and are getting a break to spend time with your family before you crush it in 2020. Oh my gosh thank you so, so much, Emily. Yeah, it does take up a lot of time. Um, But my husband jokes that if I wasn't doing this, I would be a lot more like sassy and opinionated elsewhere in life. So it's almost like a double whammy where it's an outlet where I feel like I get to be like really opinionated and get it out of my system. And then I can just be a normal person everywhere else. So, um, but thank you. I, I appreciate you taking the time to send me that message because it truly, I was working out when I got it and I stopped and I was like, oh, um, and I appreciate it. So thank you. Okay. So let's come together in prayer. If you are doing anything other than driving, just be with me for a sec. Hey, 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 pay, pay attention. Um, be present in this moment for just 30 seconds so we can all connect together. Over the internet vibes, dear God, thank you so much for your grace um, and your presence. That you is is available to us at any moment. Um, give us those reminders that it is available at any moment, and all we have to do is stop and breathe and connect with you. And you're always there. You're like a golden retriever. Always there, just so happy that we took a second out of our day to connect with you. Continue to guide us, um, enlighten the path in front of us. Uh, you know me, I like very clear, um, closed doors when possible. So anybody who's listening today, um, help them get the most out of this message and um, help me just be a conduit for what busy women need to hear, because this is a very This question is like a question that could be taken so many different ways, and I just want purpose, purpose and love and grace to come out of it. So in your name we pray, amen. Okie dokie. So this question comes from Dr. Jen, and it's kind of short and sweet. And she says, how do you effectively lay out your day to include self-care, working out, adjusting, reading or learning and family time. It's a constant struggle for me. Okay. Um, So this is uh, (laughs) like, like I said, as an Enneagram type three, I am a to do list person. I see my worth in what I've achieved. So when you ask me like how I'm laying out my day and my week, um, I have tried multiple, multiple things so I can relate to the whole, like, it's a constant struggle because I have done so many different like planners and systems. And I've, li- I'll listen to like the Brendan Bouchard and I'll be like, oh my gosh, he does this morning routine. I'm going to do that. Rachel Hollis wakes up at three forty-five every morning. I'll do that. Like, so I've jumped on a lot of different bandwagons to kind of burn out. Um, and so this is truly my system. And some of the stuff might be, I don't know, I don't want to say like controversial, but it is, it's, it's what works for me. Um, and it's, it tends to be like a combination of a lot of different people and like books and things that I've read. Okay. So you say, how do you effectively lay out your day? I am going to blow that open to, I don't lay out my day. I lay out my week. Okay, Um, so every Sunday I spend time, you know, whether it's in the morning before my kids wake up, or when my kids are taking a nap, or they're just playing, or before they go to bed. Wherever I find that energy to spend about an hour with my planner and my um, phone, that I, I'm such a dinosaur tech. mix-up thing, Um, because I love my paper planner more than um, most things. I was going to say my kids, but I think I rip on my kids way too much, and I love them, I swear. Um, And so it's a struggle for me to remember to put things into my electronic planner, because as you can imagine... My paper planner isn't like waking me up at 530 to say, hey, by the way, you have a board meeting in 30 minutes. So (laughs) I try and put things in my electronic planner as much as possible. But when it comes to like visualizing the day, I can't do it on electronics. I just can't like it doesn't do it for me. So I will like gather my paper planner and my electronic planner and I'll sit down and lay out my week. Now, before I get stressed out about my week, so I'm going to go into, I have a six, like six different layers that I put in there. Um, What I think about more broadly is the season that I'm in of the month. Okay. And I don't mean like, where am I at in my menstrual cycle? We will get to that though. Um, I mean, if I, I have like kind of goals and like core values for a month. So If I'm in a month before a half marathon, runs are a priority. If I'm in a month post half marathon, recovering and yoga and rest is a priority. If I'm in a month where we have a huge marketing event coming up that I want like 75 people to be at, then marketing and business is a priority. There are months where like she slays is back burner and the clinic is i mean you know there's just all these different months so if i'm looking at a week in december what is super important to make it on is a lot less important than say like the first week in january so i really take a look at like what i'm putting on each week kind of depends on the season or month that i'm in and what's taking priority So I talked about how I've fallen off the bandwagon so many times with different planners and different like high performance people um, is because their system is rigid. okay? and like that's okay. They're selling a system and their personality might go really well with a very rigid system. Um, But for me, I am I have a good, healthy dose of Enneagram type seven, which is very like filling my life with adventures and new things and passion. So like I can get sidetracked pretty quickly on something. Um, and it's like, oh, whoops. I wasn't even planning on like going to Mexico when I was there. But now we're going to Mexico in three weeks. And, and so I need flexibility and variance in what my mornings and my weeks and my days look like. Um, and if I don't have that flexibility and I try and force my life and my personality into a rigid system. It will not work. It will like fuel me for like a week and a half, two or three weeks, maybe at most. And then I'm like, this isn't working anymore. And so then what I do is I just completely like burn the boats type thing, and or I don't know, burn the planner, whatever. Um, and so. With the system that I do, it is much more to go with the rhythm of life and what is serving me right now. So in order to kind of have a more fluid system that matches your rhythm, you need to really make sure you've done the work on your core values and what things are priorities in your life and what things are not. So for me, um, a general sense of organization to our household is a, a priority. So I I have a house cleaner which is a godsend um because I would stress out a lot but like she comes on Tuesdays. So like I know that that's super important to me. So sometime Monday nights and Tuesday mornings my husband and I are always kind of we laugh we're cleaning for the house lady. The um we're cleaning for our house cleaner. Um but that's what we have to do. And so you know, that's a priority though, because like my home needs to feel organized. And I wouldn't say that like, if that's not a priority, then don't waste your time because that does eat up some time. Um, I have, I'm okay with eating out and like getting takeout, but I'm not okay with generally eating poorly for weeks on end. So we may have some weeks where it's like, okay, we are phoning it in this week, but I would never do that for an entire month. You know, so I'm talking about like, that My core values that I look at an entire month. There are some, exercise is incredibly important to me and moving my body. And Rachel Hollis is like, I move my body 30 minutes every single day. That's fantastic. There are certain seasons and rhythms in my life where I am okay with working out once within a week because that's where I'm at. Now, I'm not okay working out four times in a month. So when I'm looking at my week, you know, if exercise is kind of not a priority, but it's fallen in in other weeks, then I'm okay with like, okay, it's just not on it this week um prayer meditation they're things that are important to incorporate into my month but sometimes i'm not able to fit them in on a daily or weekly basis so knowing the things that need to be quality family time so like date night this is another one i've heard people like i do date night every single thursday with my spouse and i'm like oh my gosh that sounds great um but i don't know i did I don't like that sounds great. Maybe when my kids are older, maybe if I lived in a bigger city where there was more exciting things to do. I live in a city where there are like three places to go on a date. I'm not joking. Um, and so, you know, and we could come up with stuff at home, but then it's like, well, if I'm home, then I really just want to like watch Netflix. It's a whole thing. Um, we'll do a podcast on date nights. But so, but uh, I don't want a month to go without a date night to happen. So if I'm entering like the fourth week of a month and it's like, oh gosh we really, we're due for one. I'll make that a priority. Hopefully that makes sense that like, I don't do anything on a daily basis. I don't do anything on a weekly basis. I am looking at my month as a whole. And what does my, what's the rhythm of life and the energy of the universe kind of giving me and requiring of me. Um, And I also have to just be excited about something. So I'm very okay with, putting things on a shelf for a little bit, um, you know, so I may have a week where I am like super excited about creating content for something like for the clinic. Um, and that would be great. You know, if I'm excited about it, I have no problem waking up at 5 a.m., to work on it and get it done. But then what might happen is like after, you know, six work days of waking up at 5 a.m., it might become kind of a chore and then all of a sudden it starts to drain me. I have no problem with being like, okay, so I got this to a good point with a certain amount of energy that I have. I'm going to allow myself to rest and think before I jump back in and kind of do that second, the second stage that's required of that project. Because some projects take months at a time and um I just don't have it in me to like at the intensity that I go I don't have it in me to go at that intensity for months at a time so I will tend to be like okay you know I maybe I'll listen to something like a podcast and I'll be like oh you know what I'm really enthusiastic I'm gonna go back and like pick that up and kind of take it to that next level so I just give myself tons of grace with that um because if I don't if I have learned like I said, I have learned through so many different failed systems of trying to force someone else's system into my own life, um, that my body will knock me the F down if I am out of alignment with God's grace and energy and my alignment for life. Um, and so what I mean by like It's kind of back to the seasons thing. It's just like there, God is telling me when he wants my energy at something. I don't feel guilty that I go really hard at something for a short amount of time and then need to rest. That is what God is like, you know, I would like to be able to find more balance and pace in that, obviously, so there's no burnout. It just is resting, it's conscious resting. Um, But I'm okay with just, listening to my body and going like, yeah, for me, I'm not going to wake up at 5 a.m. this week because I need to sleep. And like, no, I'm not writing my goals right now because like my brain needed to stop feeling like I had had all these expectations of it. So I just need to continue to listen to my body. Okay. So on Sunday, sometime, um, sometimes it's Monday mornings, but I, I have like these six different layers that I will put into my week at a glance. So like I said, I bring up my paper planner, I've got six different color pens, and I like start going to town. Um, for those of you that are driving or running or cleaning your house or whatever you're doing, um, I don't worry about writing these down. Um, I created a little cheat sheet for you. If you go to sheslayspodcast.com, slash success cheat sheet. Um there's just a simple pay one page download that has all of these six layers in it with the information. So you can just like keep on doing your thing and not worry about about this. Okay. All right. So um layer one, when I'm looking at my blank calendar, I love nothing more than turning that page on Sunday and looking at the week ahead and it's like oh I'm so ready to fill it with like things. Um, well, I'm a to-doer. Okay. So like for some of you, okay, I promise I know where I'm at. I'm going to come back to layer one. Don't worry. I have the note in front of me. I'm not going to get sidetracked. Um, but I think this is important to say because I, I am a to-do list person that feeds me. It fuels me. I look at my thing and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to check it off. Now. Some people will listen to this and it just won't resonate at all. And that's okay. I would say take elements that do. And so for you, instead of having a to-do list, you might need a to-be list. So instead, so for me, like what that looks like is, um, at a certain point, I will put on my schedule like one-on-one time with Charlie, Um, and that Charlie's my seven-year-old. And that is what I need to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm checking that off. But for you, you, it might be good enough instead of putting from 7 to 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday night, one-on-one time with Charlie, you might go just like go for the week, be more present with your children. And that's okay. So for you, like a to-be list might be what is good enough. And you just on Sunday, you don't, you know, you have like your appointments and things like that, but you just have like, be more present, drink more water, and that might feel you. That's cool. Um, so just wanted to throw that out there for anybody who's like, holy shit, this is like a lot of layers and intensity and color coding. Like it makes me feel happy. Um, Okay, so layer one of it. Uh, Color one is the must do, the unmovables. So these are the meetings or appointments that I've already set up. Um, Basically, they're the things that involve other people. And if I tried to reschedule it or I didn't do it, I would be flaky and I don't like that. Um, So these are meetings, interviews, uh, adjusting shifts, Uh, eyelash appointments, anything like that, that is like, I have a nine o'clock appointment with Maria to do an interview. I am meeting this, you know, so that is like the first and foremost, everything goes from there. Um, Kids stuff is not on in layer one, okay? I feel like that's important to say that like your kids shit isn't... (laughs) It's not here yet, okay? It comes very quickly in layer two, but layer one is purely like, what are the unmovables from my schedule? Okay, so then layer two is my friends and family. I would really like to, I need to be there. I have to, so um, this would be like, you know, if your kid has a basketball tournament, that is really important to them, and you you need to be there, or you know you have a family reunion, um, or like you have a bunch of girlfriends that have met up for lunch or like have a lunch date, um, so those are I put those in. Um, now there are going to be some things like okay, so for instance, uh, my daughter has gymnastics on Tuesday nights. And I don't I'll kind of pencil it in my schedule, but it does not get a color coding like it's cemented in there until I know whether I'm going to be able to do it or if I'm going to need to delegate it, because there are some weeks where I might need to get a workout in instead because it's just crazy. And I would ask my husband to do it. Or there might be some weeks where like we have my husband and I are going to like a marketing. It's like a marketing date night, you know, type networking thing. And we might just have a babysitter take. So I'll pencil my kids appointments in that, you know, things that they can't drive themselves to because they're too young. But I don't necessarily 100% of the time say like, well, Tuesday nights are completely blown because Ty has gymnastics. No, F that. I'd be at a gymnastics meet, but like I don't need to be at every practice. So layer two is that like I have to want to I should do this type layer, okay? Of like friends and family, that's that layer too. All right, layer three is workouts. Um, So I purposely put this before some of my next layers because it is so easy to, like my time will get filled up with recording podcasts, making doing Instagram posts, making marketing materials for the clinic, coffee dates with my employees. My time will absolutely get filled up unless I on Sunday say this is where I am going to work out. Now, I back to like I need flexibility. This may not work for everybody. Some people might need to be like I work out at 5:30 every morning and I do like I get on my Peloton and that's what works for me. Hallelujah. Sister, if that gets you like your workouts in. That's cool. That's great. I don't care. Um but I burn out and I get bored with that really easy. So I run, I lift weights, I do yoga, and I swim. So when I'm looking on a Sunday by the time I get to layer 3, I've kind of put my you know like my meetings in and like my restrictions in my time and then I'll start putting the workouts in where I want them to go. So like on Wednesday, I work a morning shift and an afternoon shift at the clinic. (gasps) I know, right? Oh my gosh, I have to work a full day. Um, So on Wednesdays, it kind of depends on if I can get a workout in on Monday and Tuesday. Some Wednesdays, I just don't work out. Some Wednesdays, I wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm in the pool at 6 a.m. Sometimes if the weather is amazing, I will go for a run. Sometimes in the middle of summer, I will meet my husband at the driving range and we'll, that will be it. So that's, you know, just having that flexibility. Like I said, there are some weeks where I look at my schedule and I get two workouts in and that's just it. Okay. Like that's just where it is. I personally don't like working out at night, but if I needed to, um, I would just make it happen sometimes, not always. I'm not somebody I've, like I said, I have found that if I try and force, like you must get six days a week in no matter what. And that has me waking up at 5am and then not going to bed until 10pm because I was working out like it doesn't work for me. I need that flexibility and that grace to be like, huh, only got three workouts in this week. That's okay. And then there are some weeks where I get six, like that's okay. Okay um it's a core value i know it's going to even out and i'm okay with that um the big thing too on the like afternoon workouts because some people are like well lauren i work all day every day well i'm proud of you. you get that money girl um anyways so for me back when i used to do that i would have to train for half marathons when i was working um you know, 8.30 to 6 p.m. And we kind of break in the middle of the day and I would run on my lunch break. So I would bring my gym clothes to the clinic. I would get dressed at my clinic. I would go for a run and I would run back to the clinic. We don't have a shower at our clinic. So there were many times, you know, where there would be like a month where twice a week, I would take basically a cold washcloth bath and, um, in between getting out of my running clothes and back into my work clothes. And I would like hair dry, like blow dry the sweat in my hair and then like dry shampoo it and throw it up into a messy bun or a French braid. And that was it. Like, and would I, you know, that afternoon, did I look amazing like uh, dressed to the nines no but you know what I might say is even like let's say I had a new patient I might say like excuse the hair I went on a run on my lunch break and um, you know like I'm training for a half marathon and I got to get runs in where I can do you know okay listen this is a philosophical point for me and you may not agree with it any patient who is like you oh my gosh you working mother who's training for a half marathon you like tried to squeeze a run in and now you're like dosed in um perfume and dry shampoo and deodorant like so you don't stink like and they're just like not not gonna work like our clinic philosophy is like balancing things. And so I have a feeling if you're listening to this, a lot of your patients would feel the same way too, where they're going, oh my gosh, you ran on your lunch break? How did you do that? And you're giving them permission to do these things, to balance it in a different way. So just never underestimate that like, yeah, sometimes it's messy sometimes like you show up and your hair and makeup isn't perfect and that's okay so many of you you know like people are like well what if i have to do a live then do a live with your hair in a top knot and maybe slap some lipstick on nobody's gonna notice that your eyebrows aren't done because you wiped them off after your run so like just people do not care as much as you think they do i'm always a fan big earrings and lipstick and a top knot nobody's gonna know okay So layer four is the executive time stuff. So this is like, um, for a lot of you who've listened to our executive episode, like finding that time, um, you know that I am only adjusting, I think it's like 15 hours a week that I'm in clinic adjusting. And the rest of my time is a lot of marketing and admin and just all of the stuff that like nobody else can do except me, because it's my voice and my vision. Um, Now that's flexible stuff. And so that's why I put it in the layer four. And it's a never ending job. Like, there will never be a point where I look at my executive list of things to do and go, oh my gosh, I'm all done. There is always more stuff to create. There's always more wormholes to go down and improve. And so that's why it comes after workouts is because if I said like, okay, um, I will work out if I finish up that project on Monday morning, like if I completely get done with the employee training manual, then I'll go for a run, not happening because there's just never enough time. So This is that stuff that like, yep, on a weekly basis, it's going to kind of move and what's a priority and what's not. Um, But it's that never ending list of things to do to improve the business. Um, So what I would say is... It, this totally depends on the week. There may be some week where I'm taking, I need to take a bunch of photos. Um, there may be some weeks where I'm writing a bunch of content, um, but I have to put it in the calendar. Otherwise, what, what's funny is layer six that I'll get to will sneak in and overtake layer four. So you don't know what layer six is yet, but basically layer six is all of the piddly house momming stuff that like doesn't actually move the needle as far as self-growth or the bottom dollar or family quality time, but it just needs to be happen. Laundry is laundry, right? Okay. So when I'm talking about layer four and executive time, if I have, let's say a chunk from eight to 10 a.m., um. I will put in there like my top three priorities that I want to do. So it may be like send that email, um, create that promotion, and uh, create that flyer. And then anything else I get done during that time is gravy. That's awesome. But I know I can't get too distracted with other things. And then it's, you know what? At 10 o'clock, I'm done because guess what i have scheduled at 10 i got my workout schedule and so like i have to be very rigid with my boundaries when i'm setting up the week so it's this kind of like push pull of like i'm flexible on what the week needs to look like but once i put it in there i try and obey that as much as possible i try and follow my own rules and follow my own boundaries So put it in the calendar like so I'll put on a Friday record two solo episodes like it's it's on there. So it's not just like broad like executive time or like she slays time like no it's it's got its color but then it's also got more details. All right so layer five is the other self-care stuff besides workouts. Um and this, again, this is just this is based on my core values. You can swap layer five and layer three if you want to. I don't care. Um, but this is like the morning routine, meditation, yoga, reading, journaling. Okay, so calm down. Okay, I can I can he just hear you through the podcast going like, oh my gosh, how this should be layer one. No, it's not going to be before an appointment uh, like a special marketing opportunity I have with the OB department at my hospital. I'm sorry, it's not. Um, So it's here because this is my story and sometimes I need to sleep. Like I just, I'm not one of those people who can do three hours of sleep. Like I'm just not, I'm not even one of those people who can do six hours of sleep. I need on some weeks, like 10 hours people. I would say once every three months, I fall asleep at eight o'clock and wake up at 7 a.m. the next morning. That doesn't happen all the time. So don't worry, I don't have like a thyroid issue or something like that. But like I'm just at my body needs sleep. And so there are some weeks where I am super passionate and excited and it the the grace of God and the energy of the universe is making me passionate about waking up and reading and journaling and like preparing my mind for the day and meditating. And that's awesome. I go with that energy when it feels good. But guess what? It doesn't always feel good. And I am giving myself permission to sometimes just not do it, okay? Now in general, it's a core value. So I wouldn't go like a month or two without checking in on some of these things. But there are some weeks that, like, it is pedal to the metal. Is that? Yeah, pedal to the metal, nose to the grindstone. I think I'm saying all the right words. Um, And I need that extra hour of sleep. And, like, it's just going to happen. That's the, like, whatever. So, um... What I'll do is, again, this This is where people get kind of like, whoa, you put that in your planner? And I'm like, yeah, I do because I am somebody, especially like the end of the day. So, okay. So for the morning routine, I need to know what I'm doing in the morning. Otherwise, I kind of just wander around. So like if I'll put on the planner, like wake up at 530 for routine, but like the night before I'll think like, okay, I'm waking up tomorrow. My alarm is set for 530. I try not to break promises to myself. So I try not to like overextend myself as far as like, I'll think, I'll look at the schedule from a week standpoint and go like, okay, on Tuesday and Thursday, I am gonna wake up at 5 a.m. Um, and do some like morning routine stuff. But Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I really, I'm just gonna get that sleep and I'm okay with it. Um, but then the night before, what I'll do is I'll go like, okay, so I'm waking up tomorrow at five. If I, in that moment set my alarm for five, I am waking up at five. Okay. I, and this comes from like, I don't know where this come from. I've heard Rachel Hollis talk about it, but I've heard people talk about it beforehand. Um, and it is just one of those things where when you hit the snooze, nobody wants to wake up. So when that alarm goes off, if I've set the alarm, I'm getting up like that. I try to always, keep promises that I am making to myself. So if it's on my calendar, I'm going to do it. So the night before I'll look and go like, okay, I know I said I was going to wake up at five. Am I going to wake up at five or do I need it to wake up at 520? And then I'll go like, okay, so I'll have from 520 to seven when the girls wake up and I will, all right, I'm going to read this book. I'm going to like do this Bible verse or like devotional thing. Um, And then I will look at this. I'll check my email and I'll kind of like roughly go through that. Otherwise I wake up and I'm groggy in the morning. So if I leave it to the morning where I'm like, what do I want to do? You know what I want to do at five in the morning? I want to drink coffee and scroll Instagram. So I have to kind of the night before go like, okay, what am I feeling my soul needs in order to like refuel in my morning mindset tomorrow? Um, And, and same thing kind of goes for my evening routine. If I just say like, oh, I should really spend more time with my family this week, like be more present with my family, I'm going to end up like watching TV with my family. Um, So I will have to put like game night on the my youngest is just getting old enough that we can start doing game night and that's exciting but like i have to put it on my weekly schedule is game night gonna happen every week no because you should know by now like i just i can't live with that rigid thing um but there are some weeks where it's like okay hey you know what tuesday night we're gonna do a no screens night and we're gonna connect so whether that's we read harry potter out loud as a family or we try and play connect 4 Um, or uno like but I have to put that on the planner because if I leave it to what I'm in the mood to do I come home from work and I'm tired and if you ask me like are you in the mood to do this right now I'm gonna be like no not really do I have to but if all day long if it's on my planner and I know like hey tonight's game night I you know like I will subconsciously reserve that energy that expectation is there. And it's the promise I made to myself. And so like, I get home and I'll be like, yep, that's, of course it's happening because I knew I expected it and I planned for it. Um, and so then, so that's layer five is all of the, like, do I need to do yoga? Do I need to read a book? Am I like, I'll put on my calendar, read seven 30 to 8 30 PM, or else I'm going to end up binge watching TV. So then layer six is like my least favorite layer. Um, And it tends to kind of, I don't know that it usually even gets a color. Um, All of these other things got colors. Um, This one is more like a side thing on the side of the calendar for the week where it's like, okay, what are we eating for dinners? Um, Grocery list, like, Laundry, like those types of things just fill in the spaces of whatever is left. And it does not replace. so like once something's on my calendar, I am not going to get distracted by four loads of laundry if it is 10 30 in the morning and I'm and I have go for a run on my calendar. Sorry, the laundry will happen when it happens. Um so layer six is kind of the like, least important layer of things that really need to get done kind of regularly, but they just don't make the cut. And so many of us, when we don't have any kind of a system, we end up just kind of floundering and walking around and like spending our time doing the dishes and packing lunches. And it's like, that's not, that's not what you were put here to do. And no wonder you feel unfulfilled and overwhelmed because those aren't your core values. I don't think I like a clean house, believe me, but I don't believe that your core values are like laundry. That's, that's not a thing that's not giving you purpose and fulfillment. And so it is the bottom feeder layer of like, if there's time, then hopefully this happens. Um, and that's just, that's just, this is what works for me. So why I like, I'm going to kind of end, you know, those are the six layers. Why I'm going to end with like why I like this variety is because it's realistic and it flows with me. So I read a book by Kate Northrup called Do Less. Um, It's a very cool book. Even, (laughs) so what's funny is I took her system and even made it more flowy because Her system is set up to flow and go with the rhythm of a woman's natural cycle and the moon and the energy of the universe. But even with me, once I put it in action, I found that it wasn't working. Okay, so basically, I'm going to butcher this, like, great book, go read it. I loved it. I got a lot out of it. But basically, is it looks at a woman's month and hormonally each week, based on where we are at menstrually, kind of depends on what our hormones are doing and what what our productivity should look like, what we're kind of um, programmed to be able to do that week, whether we have more energy or not. So like, for instance, she starts with like the week of your menstruation. Uh, For those that don't get a cycle, maybe you're on a pill. Oh my God. chiropractors we don't do drugs um or you got um you know you just you have pcos or you're in menopause whatever for all the different reasons you don't get your period then start paying more attention to the moon cycles um for all of my christian friends listening i I'm not getting all like, woo woo. Like, I don't believe that this is going against it because sometimes Christians get like, oh my gosh, looking at the moon and tracking, they get all like weird and like hippie spiritual. Like, no, I have one of my most Christian advisors ever worked in a jail uh, for years. And she said like, I don't know, like she said that like the uh, full moon, there was weird, it was a female prison. And she said that like, yeah, I totally believe, and I don't know what goes on with the moon, but all of the time when it was a full moon, that was the craziest week, us in the jail. So, okay, that's just my little anti soapbox box here. Okay, so it starts with like, Kate Northrup talks about your menstrual cycle, which is often the um, tethered to the energy of a new moon. So no moon. This is kind of like your time for inflection. Like you're you're not going to have a lot of energy. So this wouldn't be a great time to do like schedule your long runs or your intense training sessions or like really important marketing meetings. It wouldn't be a great week for like just like nose to the grindstone produce. It would be a much better week for you to like wake up and do yoga, get sleep, drink, you know, warm tea, like just comfort, nurture, like she kind of equates it with more winter. Um, And this is that, you know, it's just kind of that like comforting, it's that time for reflection. So it's looking, this might be from a business standpoint, a time where you might look at systems and evaluate whether they're like, they can be improved upon. Yeah. So it's just reflection and that. So then the week that follows your menstrual cycle, this, she equates to like the spring. Um, And this is as the moon is starting to wax. I think wax means it's getting bigger. The moon's going from zero moon to a bigger moon. Um, and this is where you're starting to get more energy and planning is a really good idea. Um, so if this is where you're going to look at your month at a glance and go like, okay, where am I going to plot out date night? Where am I going to plot out these things throughout the month? This is a really good week for that. Um, then the third week, this is like the week of your ovulation and full moon. This she equates to like summer. So this is like, is supposed to be like your, like, produce, make content, get meetings, go to networking stuff. You are, there's something called the egg effect where it's been scientifically proven that you are more magnetic this week um, because uh, your eggs send out like the, like this vibe to the universe to like be attracted to you um, energetically. So this This third week is, is that this is where if you were looking and you go like, okay, this is my third week after my period, I'm supposed to feel like the most energy and on top of the world. And then the week right before your period, um, is kind of what she equates to fall. This is where you should be like finalizing projects, packing up and kind of getting ready to go into that reflection. So you're like really closing up any loose ends and things like that. So this is a great system. I, again, read the book. And so what I found, like I read it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like tracking the moon and I'm tracking my period. And what I found is that uh, I would, and my associates were doing it also. And I, I would find myself on a week three where I'm supposed to be like, it's summer, man. I am pumping out content and feeling amazing. And I would be like, I just feel menstrual. I feel drained. I don't feel like I'm supposed to feel great and I don't. And, and she was agreeing sometimes where it's like, yeah, I don't understand. My hormones are supposed to be at peak and this and that. And so instead of creating, like I said, I took her system that is supposed, Kate Northrop's system that's supposed to be like flowy and account for a woman's natural cycles. And I took it even more loose of like, I just have periods, not menstrual periods, phases, I should say, where I feel like I'm in that summer period where I am like, and it might be for four days, it might be for three weeks where I am just like, boom, 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 making that meeting, closing that sale, sending that email, just like I feel that energy. And then like I started to say in the beginning of like, all of a sudden it kind of starts to shift. And I am okay with like, oh, okay. I'm kind of coming out of that summer energy and into a more fall period where, okay, i talked about how I'll like kind of put things on a shelf. What needs to be tidied up so that can just kind of sit and do its own thing for a little bit. And it's not like when I do come back to it, it's more organized and ready for me to pick it back up. So I'll start to close in those details. And then there are times, there are times where, again, where sometimes it's during my period. Seriously, I was on my period last week and I like, cause you're not supposed to like be able to do powerful workouts on your period. You know, you're supposed to, and that makes sense in theory. Um, so, but I like got so many PRs during a workout last week and I was, you know, not supposed to be, but I was in that, like that uh, full moon energy and like new year energy and like, you know, it was that fresh start. So I was like, I feel amazing. Like, and so I just have to listen to myself. I still pay attention to my menstrual cycle. I still pay attention to the full moon and the new moon because there are like just times where I'm so confused as to why I feel a certain way. And I'll kind of look and be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then I just grant myself that like peace and grace, be like, well, I know you wanted to get that project done. I know you really wanted to have a kick-ass training run, but it wasn't, and that's okay. You're okay with that. Um, So, so yeah, (laughs) like, that's it. It should be such a simple question, and what I think is when we try to oversimplify it with, like, this is what I do every day. I wake up, oh, my gosh. (gasps) So I once listened to an interview of a... It was a very male driver, um, chiropractor and he was being interviewed. He's totally either an Enneagram three or an eight. Um, you can just, the only reason I would say eight, but I think maybe more three because like the way he talked about his morning routine, like threes have a grandiose sense of that. Like people give a shit about them much more than they do. And it can also be eights, anyways. Uh, but so, like, I once heard him, and the guy, the interviewer asked him, like, so, like, what's a what's a typical day look like for you? And the guy went on no less than a fifteen minute rant about. So, I wake up at four forty five. My alarm goes off, and I put headphones in, and I listen to like he like create recorded his own um, mantras. Basically, it's his voice saying like power things, phrases to him. Um, And then he's like, and then I wake up at 515. I pour one inch of high quality organic granola in a bowl with like organic almond milk. And like this went on and I was like, whoa, dude, like too much, too much. And like, he could probably turn that into a book and that's fantastic. And you know what you can't turn into a book of like, I don't know, just like what feels good, Dr. Jen? Like listen to yourself and like know your core values and just kind of like be patient and grant yourself grace that like, yeah, you had the intention of that and that's okay. Be patient and love yourself. That's, that's what I do. So I hope that even if, Even those of you who are that like, oh, this is not what I was hoping this would be. I was hoping that you were going to give me a step-by-step, like very rigid outline of how you set your week up for success. I hope that bare minimum, you remember that there are going to be some weeks that that doesn't work for you. And I am giving you permission to be okay with that and to be patient with yourself and love yourself regardless and that you are still worthy even if you do not achieve much this week. Even if the only things you achieve this week are the bare minimum, that's okay. Sometimes we need those weeks. Rest is super important and you got to schedule that into. So I love this topic so much. I could do like a four-part series on this. I don't even think I had anything to say on it. Um, but so... I love you all so, so much. Keep the reviews coming. Please send me the DM. send me questions. If this like percolated anything in your brain that you want to follow up on, like I said, I am going to start doing like more like mini drop-ins on our Facebook page as lives to answering little questions. So shoot me, um, you know, a question. Make sure you're following sing- following us on Facebook. So you get that. Um, and then to get those six different layers that I do when I look at my schedule, um, reminder, go to she slays slash success cheat sheet. All right. Until next week, she slayers love you all so much.